Hi, welcome into Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, 90s, and sometimes 2000s. We're not doing it together today. Wow. <laughs> all right. Today I'm like sitting the whole at the table. No, not all of it. The earlies. Oh. Just the ha- first half. Today oh. I'm sitting with John, the trashy Hi. guy. That's me. Hi, everybody. I'm John. <laughs> and I'm Tom, the junk man. The junk man oh shit no <laughs> john's the junkie man yeah tom's the trashy man yeah mm-hmm. sorry for mixing up junk and trash for christ's sake <laughs> i'll allow it and ignoring me i was getting to you and the the uh eerie... the eeriest cure you know that's right that was that's what i was gonna say next right on it's uh great to be back in the recording studio here uh how's everybody doing today I'm great. I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, nice little. We took a little break, and I feel very refreshed. Uh, got a bunch of rest. Uh, plus, how could you not be doing good if you got the Kevin McAllister special? Yeah, I made a point of picking up the the, the plain cheese pizza from a, a really good. Uh, I think they're sort of new, right? No, I've been. I mean, at least for the last few years. Oh wow! Does um, Kevin McAllister really claim a cheese pizza as his special? Are you kidding me? I mean, everyone Do else you... scarfs it down their fat faces, but it really it was his. I dare you to break into his home and try and figure it out. Like Kevin McAllister <laughs> is like who you reference what for uh, plain cheese pizza, and then the Ninja Turtles is who you reference for like crazy uh, pizzas with like peanut butter and like Yuck. fucking Lucky Charms on it and shit. Yeah. Um, the only thing is they don't mm. like uh, they don't like. Uh, uh, anchovy so you know if you mm. if you're like in that same mode you can always go to a, a pizza place and be like uh give me a pizza with everything and hold the anchovies mm. dude <laughs> yeah. they usually don't like it when you talk to them that way but <laughs> yeah yeah but um, you can yeah have and we I talked will. about which what uh ninja turtles would you be we have but not with these two yeah shit i can't uh, remember who's who what i remember their names i don't remember which one's the red b- thing which one's the blue one? I just feel like I'm very clearly him, April. I'm yeah. I haven't watched Ninja April Turtles very clearly since I was like seven years old. Well, I, you're definitely Donatello. Why? Because I'm a nerd. Well, because you're also like tech savvy and stuff. I was pretty. I liked Donatello's staff. I always thought that was cool, so especially if you're playing nice. Turtles in Time arcade game. It has mm-hmm. the farthest reach. How could you not like that? Do you think you have the? Who else knows that? <laughs> it's utilitarian. <laughs> oh, our junkie boy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, he I mean, today's a trash guy. <laughs> I would say, the trash Tom, are man. you Raph? I think I'm Raph. I think you you got a little you know chip on your shoulder sometime. You're a little you're a little rough around the edges, but you got a heart of gold. Okay, guess yeah. who I am then? You're Michelangelo. Michelangelo. No, you're the party dude. Okay, Wait. yeah. No, you caught me. <laughs> no, no, I'm. Wait, maybe be John Splinter. No, yeah, was, that's what I said. I was Splinter. <laughs> yeah, I don't get to do. No, anything. that has to be Riley because it's a giant rat. Yeah, he's the rat. No, but he doesn't act like that. But he he is bossy. He is bossy. Okay, I'm Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Coolest name for a bad guy, by the way. It's Actually, no, cool you know, I and think I love who you would be is you'd either be Bebop or Rocksteady. Oh my God, Ooh. he's Bebop. Yeah, because he's got the, is that the pig. No, be, uh, Bebop has the mohawk and he's wearing 3D glasses. Yeah, how cool, cool is that? Yeah, he's I'll, got I'll be the Bebop. swag like you, my friend. He does. Bebop mm. rules. Rocksteady sucks. He's like a military dude. You know what I mean? He's wearing mm-hmm. camo pants and you know. Rocksteady is what kind of animal is he? He's a rhino. Oh right. And they're from Dimension X, right? Uh, I don't remember if they're from Dimension X. I think they're animals that were mutated with the ooze. I know in the movie that's how they were, but they weren't like the same characters. They weren't they in were the in... movie, were they? I think they were in the reboot. 
Yeah, they weren't in the they like, weren't in 90 Secret movies. of the Ooze. Well, I think in Secret of the Ooze they did have like some animals. They they did have animals. Yeah, they... but that was Toka and Razor. That one of them was a wolf, and the other one was a snapping turtle. I don't know why they didn't just go Bebop and Rocksteady. Huh. But guys, also the, the character creators held out. Yeah. They're like, nah, he's got to have 3D <laughs> oh, yeah. glasses, and we're not doing it. <laughs> oh God, what, what were they called? Laird and oh oh God, Frank and Laird. Is that what it was? It's bad. I'll remember by the end of this episode. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't (laughs) matter. Um, But it's good to see everybody. But we're here to talk about anthology shows. This is the podcast about anthology shows. So um, let's talk about what we got up our sleeves for this week. Coop. This week we have Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's right. And it's the tale of the midnight madness. Sounds like a uh, Iron Maiden song. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why you picked it? No. I, Two I went, I, minutes. Yeah. It's a midnight <laughs> madness. That's why. Um, I forget which season. This is, what is it? Season, season two? two? Episode two? Episode two. Yes. Yes. Just ask uh, Tomo. He's always on it. He's on that right. shit. He likes he, uh Actually, do you also have the episode air date? Oh, I do actually have it. This one aired on... Uh, I have it in my notes. Let me just go through. This ep- uh, June 26, 1993. Good year. Great year. One of the Written by years. Chloe Brown, directed by DJ McHale. Yep, DJ McHale did a lot of these episodes. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. He was one of the primary showrunners. But uh, uh, what made you uh, choose this episode? Um, well, I really do enjoy... two Two reasons, really. I enjoy vampire flicks mm. and some shows and um i thought it was cool that it was uh, that kind of t- took place around a theater a movie theater in particular because we all like going to those and we haven't been able to go for a while but now we're going to be able to go again soon well, we went a couple months ago i like that we rented I, out the theater that's and had right it's a good old time exactly. i like that you Thank chose you this that. thematically yes like uh we don't always do that around here a lot of times it's like hey, I was reading that, like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a famous person in it that I wanted to do or, like, whatever. Like, it's great yeah. to have themes mm-hmm. yes. rather than plot points or other things. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, the themes, I thought, hey, that sounds fun. So then I watched it, and I said, that was not the worst thing I've ever seen. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> what a recommendation. I'm glad, I'm glad we're watching because it's not the worst thing you've seen. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, before we get into the episode, mm-hmm. we need to do a little something first. Mm. And what is that? Drinkies. Drinky rules. That's Drinking right. game rules. That's exactly what we need to do. So, uh, yeah. as established, this is going to be, uh, you go ahead and shout out the first one that you got, if you got any. I forgot to write it. I got okay. one. Do you remember any? Maybe. I'll let Kiri go first All while right. I think of one. All right. So, every time that the dude tries to be more than friends with his coworker, drink. That's, right. that's what I had written down, mm, too. Nice. Do, you have, do you have another one? Oh, yeah. Um... Every time a cup is uh, reused. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go for the next one. Okay. Every time they talk about theater sales. Okay. I have every time they say the word Rialto. Okay. Yeah. You got another one? I still can't Oh, um, every time a door is open from the other side, like, creepily. Okay. Mm. That's, okay. They open no, 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 unprovoked? No. Unprovoked okay, when the door okay. gets open. Okay. that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Um... I have another one that says every time they say the word or name, Vink. Vink? Yep. V-v-vink. Anybody else got any? I'm going to skip it this week. When you hear Vink, you must drink. Okay. <gasps> I was going to say. <gasps> wow. I will just say this now. 
That's good. I, I took notes on how often things get said. Obviously, <laughs> they talk about theater sales a lot. They say the word Vink 13 times. They say the word Rialto six times. Oh. They also say theater 13 times. So be careful. Choose your drinking game rules accordingly uh, and uh, pace yourself. And Drink water. Drink, drink water. Chocolate milk. Afterwards. And maybe a slice of Unless the Kevin McAllister special. Yeah. Thank you. Which That's is what I'm saying. Pizza, which is ridiculous that he could claim that. All right. Someone hates uh, Home Alone. <laughs> so did you guys also watch the mirrored version? I did too, yeah. Yeah. I had to find a oh, different yeah. version because the version that was sent in the text did not have the opening theme song. And I mm. need that. So I watched a different stream. Where'd on you find one? Because I couldn't find anywhere but Daily Motion. I watched it on YouTube. Oh yeah, I didn't even check YouTube actually. Uh, but yeah, but didn't you have to buy it from YouTube TV? No, I found a stream of it that was not. Oh, you I know. should have put that in the group chat. I would have liked that. So yeah, the mirrored one was kind of hard at sometimes. Like, also my pick of the week. I'd been drinking mimosas all day. So it was really hard. So Everything backwards. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we were trying to figure it out. It was hard. I was going to say, so me and Tom had talked about this a while back because uh, we had watched numerous streams that were mirrored. They mirror the content. So that way it kind of avoids mm-hmm. the bots that seek out pirated video. Right. But if you want to be able to read it, they have a... Um, uh, plug-in for Chrome, like mm. an extension that will mirror whatever you watch. So I did that with, uh, I think, the first episode of The Hunger that we did with David Bowie. Uh, it was mirrored, and there was all this like writing on the screen, so I just mirrored it with an extension. So for those listening at home, download that shit. That is an idea. Thank you, friend. And yeah. also get a VPN for anything. It's awesome. Thank you. All right. So um, let's talk about the Midnight Society. Hell Yeah. That's Rachel Blanchard, right? Or um, the actress they played Cher in Clueless, the TV show? Yes. Uh, she plays a character her. named Kristen. Kristen is the blonde that uh, Gary is interested in. And he uh, he asks her out in, in one of the episodes, but um, she was only there for a little bit. Um, I think she was only there for the first two seasons. And then after that, she was uh, replaced with a character named Sam, who was supposed to be a kind of a similar character for Gary to be romantically interested in. But... Um, Coop, yes. Kiri, yes. Um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Midnight Society. What is your background with Are You Afraid of the Dark? Did you ever watch this? Yeah, man. I was a kid in the 90s for sure. I so liked you were watching you SNCC, right? Well, of course. Of course. Like staying up late at night, like bargaining with your parents. Like if I didn't make good choices during the week, I had to go to bed early and I would miss out on my like, you know, especially like Friday nights. Um, but certain like shows I would like miss out on. Um, and I remember that was one. Um, and I also remember Sabrina the Teenage Witch was one that I would lose out on um, if I didn't make good choices. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Coop, uh, you, how familiar are you with uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I only saw it a couple times when I was a kid um, because it wasn't available at the on tape at the scholastic book fairs like goosebumps were so i watched it a lot less but i would watch it every once in a while on tv but it always i always thought it was a little too scary really i was also born in 1990 yeah that's true you're a bit younger i was like a tiny baby (laughs) or or rather when um because when did can anyone tell me when uh are you afraid of dark ran like from when to when i'm gonna go out on a limb and say 1992 to 2000 all the way to 2000 I think it was really well, like because it left and then it came back. Oh, and like by 2000 or whatever, it was like completely Canadian actors who you didn't like and didn't recognize, and the mm. show was total shit. Oh, I've watched, okay. I've watched later seasons of the show. It is completely, uh, yeah. It, it's 
it's pointless. It's don't, a show of itself. Yeah, I remember being scared of Are You Afraid of the Dark when I was a little kid. Do you remember any specific scenes or moments? Nope, not at all. The only okay. thing that sticks out in my hind, my hind, my <laughs> head sticks slash out of your hind side. Well, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going there. But um, <laughs> no, I just remember the the, the whole. The campfire and the, the the dust on or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. he throws Sprinkly. on the campfire. Got it, dude. Okay. Gotta love that angel dust. But it's just the intro. Like I can't really remember any particular episode from being a kid. I mean, the intro is freaky. If you guys didn't watch it, it is mm-hmm. a great intro. As yeah. a kid, I remember enjoying like the freedom and the independence that the kids had to like be able to meet at night, like in the dark. Yeah. And I think I thought that was like I remember thinking that was cool. I think like, I was to just to too young that. to relate because I was like I can't imagine yeah. at like probably. The oldest I could have been watching this was probably five or six years old. Oh, way too young. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm not really into like the teen, more like teenage stuff. I remember when we, uh, excuse me, when me and Tom watched the episode that I had first seen, it Mm -hmm. was aired, I think around Halloween. It was the Tale of the Twisted Claw, the uh, Monkey's Paw episode. And uh, they were also running a promotion on Nickelodeon uh, where they would you would register for this thing, and they would call your house, and if you Whoa. answered, hello, snick at night, <laughs> you would get, like, I don't know, like a gift certificate to McDonald's for five bucks or something stupid. Uh, did it ever some, work? Is that I don't it? know, but I answered the phone, hello, snick at night, <laughs> for, like, months. Oh, that no, makes, not in my household. That it makes was sense. Like, I had a certain script that I had to do when I answered the phone. Me too. I had the mm-hmm. same thing. But that makes sense, Sean, because every time I call you, you always answer... Hello, Snick at Night. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> to this day. You might you still win that $5 McDonald's it. gift card. What was your, uh, what was your script? Because I, I, I had the same thing, too. It was my last name residence. This is Carrie. How may I help you? Very nice. But like, I had to say it in my little chipper, like, little voice. You were being groomed to be voice. like a receptionist. I don't know about that. I think just being a little like robot was robot. useful. Yeah. I, I had to do that. basically the same thing. Hello, my last name this is my first name, Tom, like, how may I help you or who are you mm-hmm. reaching? And when I called, like, someone's house, it was, hi, this is so-and-so. May, how are you doing? May I please talk to so-and-so? And if, like, my mom caught me not doing that? Diverting from the script? Oh, hell nah. <laughs> I didn't have no script. It was, I no? felt like... You were just a hooligan? How I about you? Were you hello. a hooligan, John? I said, hello, snick at night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hooligan, I forgot. That's what I was doing. You started it. Hooligans. Okay, but uh, so I take it that Coop is not very familiar with the Midnight Society. No. Kiri, how familiar with the Midnight Society are you? Do you remember any of these characters? No, no, I don't remember okay. the characters. I so, wasn't even aware that they had like a, dy- a really a solid dynamic. Like, yeah, if other. you told me that the kids came back every week, I wouldn't have been able to tell you they were the same kids I every assumed, week. Yeah, it wasn't right. the same kids so every this, week. Yeah, because there's an episode, and that's all I really like noted, yeah. I suppose. So yeah. maybe this is just to Tom, because I've taken I, Tom down this uh, road numerous times as far as debating the... Uh, uh, Midnight Society and their different, uh, you know, relationships with each other, and for the listener, of course. Um, but uh, let's just go through it real quick. Uh, we have David and Kiki, and they come to the uh, fire, uh, and they say they're going to a midnight horror show. And uh, they also establish, uh, we established this in a previous episode, that Frank is afraid of the dark. So for the titular line, are you afraid of the dark? The answer is Frank. Okay. Yeah. Because okay, this is what fucked me up a little bit okay. when I started watching this. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wait, we've already watched this." Because I remember that same like, "Oh, he's afraid of the dark." Because I'd watched another "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episode with you guys at some point. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, we already did this one." But that's a reoccurring thing. They're making fun of this kid for being afraid of the dark. But he also is like the bully. Yeah, he's supposed to be the tough okay. guy. 
So, so okay. it's a very uh, yin and yang kind of thing that he has going yeah. on. Well, let's talk about that. Because I feel like Frank is very out of character in this episode. Hmm? Do you I, agree? Oh, I have lots of thoughts about this. Share them. Let's hear it. Oh, okay. So it's established earlier on that this Frank is going to be the one um, he's telling, telling a story this week. And I don't recall that many that he's ever done. And he kind of comes off as like a doofus. And I was like thinking in my head, I'm like, it'd be really funny if the story was like, super dumb like just like <laughs> so the uh walks down the street there's a ghost and then they all die i mean you know my my two favorite storytellers are uh betty ann and oh, betty gary they're the heavy hitters if you ask me um but yeah frank's got some he this episode actually like really opened my eyes to frank as a character i think it kind of um develops him a lot more in a sense that we hadn't really seen especially because this is like the second season i agree but let me just say this uh so frank for you guys for the newcomers uh the the frank is usually wearing a backwards hat or a bandana he's wearing a vest with the sleeves cut off he's, he's a cool dude he, 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 mm, he's, he's very punk he's like gun. he he's cool and like in this episode he's wearing a jacket and he's acting mature, which is completely out of character for him. And I was like, this feels like a bizarro episode. And again, you guys are not going to understand this. How bizarre. But, but Tom, yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a bizarre world. We have Kiki acting like Tucker, okay? In the sense that she's this annoying voice. It's like, whatever, hurry up. We got this thing to do, right? And then we got Frank, instead of being like a tough guy, sassy, is being like Gary. I'm serious. I'm trying to tell this story. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm setting the stage, right? And then we got Kristen. She's holding logs and like somebody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's the log lady from Twin Peaks. I was going to say. What's okay, this? whatever. What's Kristen's acting like Betty Ann in the sense that she just has a throwaway line and she's like a wet blanket. It just, it seems like. I don't know. Like they just like it's like, like they got their scripts mixed up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems like it was a big miscommunication. But yeah. uh, the point is. We have these characters, and Frank starts telling the story. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Coop, what do you think? Of, what oh. you, you're the one who uh, picked this one. So who are uh, you? Who uh, who's <laughs> around me? <laughs> yeah, so um, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, it begins with uh, a film playing on the big screen. Yes, and it's a it's a little an old look, older looking film, black and white. And it's just wrapping up as it comes in. And there's one person in the audience going. A little old lady clapping by herself in the theater. She clapping. clapped for like. Are you guys clappers in the theaters? No nope, way. Not in this Here's where I had a big issue though. Uh, I'm a clapper. Okay, so hold on. I am. It drives me crazy when people clap because. I'm a clapper. They can't hear you. If a person. <laughs> yes. I have joy and I want to express it. And if you you're happy and you know it. Clap your hands. Clap your motherfucking hands. I guess. I guess when I clap, I'm like, I want the person performing yeah. to know that I'm digging it. They're doing a great job. Otherwise, I there's want no it. point. Yeah, because so like- So your clapping is for others, but like my clapping is inherently for myself. So I guess okay. it depends Good on who I'm not your arguing, audience is. I'm not arguing- My, my audience is myself. I'm not uh. saying that there's not validity to your argument. I'm just saying that like when- like there's this relationship between performer and audience. It's like a give and take. Mm -hmm. It's like a back and forth. It's like when you go crazy, they maybe- Okay, will... so I have an idea then. 
if you are on a plane and the pilot lands it right, he can hear your clapping. Do you clap when the plane lands? No, because I don't do that either. Because okay. that's their job. But you that doesn't give me joy, so I'm not going to clap. Well, it's an actor's but job. But what too, I'm saying is, like, if if the pilot was like, you know what, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to spin the plane this time. You know what, I'm going to land in a different state. Like, there's not like the then artist. Then he would clap. I'm just saying, it's <laughs> yeah, not like move. it's not an artistic expression to do something different when right. they're getting this energy that mm-hmm. you're giving them. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll, you know, do something a little bit different. I don't know. I'm I'm very into a certain band that um, is very interpretive and uh, kind of goes on this different thing. That plays 50-minute-long songs. Yeah, we know. I usually we boo. love you anyways. I usually boo when the pilot lands the plane, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I was he lands the plane, I'm like, come on, just take us down. <laughs> I'm over yeah. Remind me not to travel with you. Well, despite but, this woman applauding, when... One of our lead characters in this episode, Pete, asks how she liked the film. She says, Pfft. "Yeah, yeah." She's like clapping in one scene, yeah. and then she talks shit about it. Um, Sarcastic clap. So uh, maybe. Hey, so we're all hey. from the East Bay. Uh, so uh, we've all been to the Grand Lake Theater, yes, right? This exactly. I love historic, Lake like stately theaters like that. I totally thought of it too. I had it in mind. We saw. Me too. Um, yeah. We saw uh, Ready Player Ready Player One. one. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. You were gonna say something. I I just disagree. What's with the last that. movie you saw? You there. didn't like it. Okay. Uh, oof. I don't remember the last movie I saw there. I think it was maybe Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to bother. Mm. How about you? Nineteen Seventeen, which was great. Mm. Oh, that's a great place to see that too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, for those listening, if you don't live in the Bay Area, the Grand Lake Theater is a classic historic uh, theater that's in uh, uh, Oakland. And we, uh, it has like the filigree on the walls and like create like like they have an Egypt room. Yeah, they yeah, have it's like badass yeah. different themes. And they have the uh, organ player, I think, on weekends. Yeah, oh, they we'll, did. We'll but play. only one of the theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the big one. Uh-huh. We snuck. Yeah. We uh, we've been on the roof of that place. Yeah, we snuck on there one time after going oh, to uh, the Heart that's and right. Dagger. Shout out to the Heart and Dagger. Could we be held legally accountable for that? I think there's a statute of limitations, okay. right? It's like, we did have to like <laughs> jump across like. It was like, some parkour. It was, it was definitely parkour. It felt like a, a GTA yeah. mission where they're like, you have to find the, the sniping position to kill this person. <laughs> we like moved yeah. like a recycling unit to like get on top of a roof of like Not a different choices, building. Boys. It was Jumped really across fun. like a five foot gap multiple yeah. times and then yeah. climbed ladders. And then we were going to go up that one big ladder, but I think it was like locked off or something. Yes. They had like a thing, so you couldn't do that. Anyway. So we got, uh, so we, uh, as Coop uh, said, uh, our main uh, lead, or one of our main leads is Pete, and the other one's mm-hmm. name is Katie. And um, they both work at this theater, and it seems like this theater pretty much specializes in midnight movies or kind of... And cheap concessions. That's right. Oh, my Lord. Like making $6 total and like selling like sodas and like popcorn and like things. That Shit. blows my mind. Can we talk about... The, the the sales of this because uh pete's like hey guess what like we we like I, tonight i had to pick up two soda cups but then they also say that he bought one of them so he's throwing his soda on the ground for him to later clean up to justify a job that's right yeah. otherwise he might work himself out of a job it's like the one customer you have is this crouchy old lady who like doesn't know if she likes a movie or not and then she throws her shit on the ground and then he's like hold up i gotta clean the theater first and it's like <laughs> Okay, well, it's probably not that much. He's like, well, I also threw my soda down there, so I have to clean that up. It's odd that they keep three people on staff if it's this slow, you know? Really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we... we about one. 
Well, and also the uh, the the boss is killing me at this point because he's like uh, he's the star of the show. He's like, you guys only made six books, and it's like he's an extra from The Sopranos. Yeah, I was gonna say he, he was like <laughs> like a like a what do you call it? Like a didn't quite make it into the family, but they're like, yeah, go run this like uh, front for a for a place. Yeah. And he's, oh, he's six dollars for uh, a popcorn and two sodas. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna guess that uh, what popcorn is 250 and the soda was three right? i'm guessing pete didn't pay for the soda, 150 though, right? or whatever uh, who knows yeah. i think he did uh but there's a scene later where i see uh katie eating uh candy uh and i didn't look like she paid for it yeah, okay. um okay so they really can't afford that kind of thing right dude now. what really kills me about this is that um the boss guy, he's like trying to get the till out of the <laughs> register. Yeah, I'm like, it's six dollars. Just take that out. Like, you don't need to take out the whole till. Yeah, like, that's he's like just very like, cinematic. I didn't think I'm just that. saying. He's like, he's like, I can't get this thing open. What's going on? And then like, showcase that accent he's like, been working on. Yeah. Pete, Pete's like, here, I'll help you take out the till. And he's like, all right, I gotta get this cash to the back room. <laughs> that's uh, Mr. Kristoff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a fake name. He seems like a real butthead. He's in I, witness protection. I was just going to yeah. say that that's one of my notes I had. He's in witness protection, and he's like just used to being a wise guy. And he's just like, hey, I got to be in witness protection because I whacked the guy. Now I got to work at this shithole theater with these two kids. I hadn't put that together, but now that you pose it, I buy it. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, with I, it. I, I had that in my notes. I was like, just like, this guy is a wise guy that got, uh, you know, he probably got busted in the cops. You know, he ratted on a bunch of people. Yeah. Well, this is also uh, one of uh, Tom's drinking game rules where uh, 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 Katie, Katie says that, hey, you know what? We can reuse the cups. Because that's where you're losing all the money is in I these was, cups. Exactly. Paper I was cups. like, okay, this cup is worth 10 cents. Like, at the, like, that's a stretch back in the 90s. It's probably the, not even that. One cent. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's like, maybe don't pop all that popcorn. Like, maybe, you know, just uh-huh. figure out other ways. But it's just with so, one of those ab- absurd, like, I don't know, TV logic. Would you, yeah. How gross would that be to to go into some place and, like, see them pulling, like, a, like, a, like a soggy cup and filling up your... <laughs> all I could think about was, like, you know that old, like, kind of uh, cliche idea of cutting a hole in the bottom of your popcorn mm-hmm. and putting your dick in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you want a regular cup or a pervert cup, sir? <laughs> we reuse both of them. Oh, my God. Kiri, are you not familiar with that I, joke? I, this is new to me. Yeah, so okay. That's why I've got this blank look on my face. I don't think anyone's ever actually done it. So there's a cliche. That's a movie thing. Like, people don't really do this. Maybe they do it, but it's a movie thing where, like, there'll be a dude. You know, this is, like, back in the day. Like, dude's wearing, like, a leather Letterman jacket. And he, like, takes his, like, you know, girl to the prom. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, an old school thing that I've seen in multiple movies and shows where basically... Yeah. In an effort to get the girl to like touch his, touch his wiener, <laughs> takes his popcorn box, somehow cuts a hole in the bottom of it, puts his erect penis inside the thing of popcorn, and she'll be in there grabbing it like the popcorn. And all of a sudden, she's like, "Ooh, what's this?" And I don't know what's supposed to happen after this. It's a dick co- so she's covered not in confused butter and as salt. To why there's like a hot dog inside the popcorn box? Uh, also, you know what I mean? There's it, like it depending it's, on how the amount of butter you put on that thing, like as putting your like as that's lube. Maybe but it, it was like, a it, way for like girls to not have the societal pressure of giving a hand job, so like acting like they didn't know what they were doing. 
You know, you just maybe see it was a, like a kind of an unspoken agreement. You just see a girl uh, with her hand inside of a box of popcorn, like <laughs> trying to like. Jesus. Yeah, they're not jerking off. They're just, just nah, 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 nah. now that she we're likes like, her popcorn like shaking. Girl dude, under under the microscope right now, whatever it is, this ploy makes no sense. No. I don't understand why people. Well, do. it always makes me cringe because what I think about is you know those popcorn like pieces that get stuck that's in your teeth? what i was gonna yeah. say yeah. i get i think of that in my dick hole that's exactly what i was gonna say as a, 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 a circumcised nice. man i'm like that would get right inside the the salt and salt and the butter Ooh. yeah the butter is not the worst though that's gotta hurt okay cooper speaks from experience well why would butter hurt you if it gets inside it's gonna hurt i don't think so that's just oil all right listeners all right. if you think that would hurt Tweet at us. Well, at if it's scalding hot butter, yes. But it's not at this point. Well, Katie says that <laughs> that uh, she's like, yeah, there's nobody coming in for the movie, so I'm going to go get a job at uh, the quad, which the is... The multiplex. The multiplex, Yeah, right? they got lines uh, around the corner. Nah, right? That's what I, like. I feel like that's such a weird detail put in there like, like i wouldn't want to work at the place lines around the corner i want to work at the chill place where i can like hang out and eat popcorn and yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah why would i want to work like hey, at the hard we theater? give a percentage of all the ticket sales to the people who work here so the more <laughs> it's people a co-op. yeah you work on commission yeah. the more popcorn you sell right, the more you've money convinced you make. me you've Maybe convinced me i'm going to the quad in canada or wherever this is well it's it's hey. great because right after she says this mm-hmm. um uh pete's like hey you know what's uh would you ever want to like hang out sometime and instead of and instead of being like drink instead of saying mm-hmm. i can't i'm busy i got other stuff to do she goes no <laughs> i have homework <laughs> and she she like hesitates slightly too she's mm-hmm. like no oh that's um yeah i have homework but it girls may, are socialized to be nice it doesn't yeah. seem like i don't know it's just great it doesn't seem like she's interested in him but unfortunately no. she can't she's just like no well and then he keeps <laughs> yeah. like asking her out and it's like she's pretty definitive the first Time. Oh, this gets, nah, dude, this gets nah. worse. Is yeah. this, this might be a problematic episode. People are con- Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to, to defend uh, any of the actions. I'm just going to say that it was amusing. Pete's going to save the theater. Be- okay, yeah. Pete's making flyers. Mm-hmm. Pete's taking to the streets. Do you guys like yes. those, that clip <laughs> art? Yeah. That clip art 90s thing. I, like, yeah, do you remember computer class? That. Like where you learned how to do clip art and like making your little like projects and shit? Like that shitty Oregon flyer. Trail. Do you have like the disc like that you'd oh, have to bring God, to class? Yeah. And like, yeah. He probably spent 20 minutes making that flyer. Yeah. <laughs> like it looks terrible. On kid pics. And also I love that he's like, you know, hang, handing out to people and everybody's like, doesn't even acknowledge him. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's Canada and like everyone's supposed to be nice there, everyone's <laughs> like, I'm nice and fuck this guy. Right? That tells you something. Did the flyer offer anything? No, it was just like, save the theater. This is a theater. Didn't have the address. Yeah. Didn't have any information. <laughs> it was just like, save the Rialto. I feel like you got to have some kind of like promo to have people show up, yeah. right? Yeah. Something. Come to well, the Rialto. The oldest they... popcorn containers yeah. in town. <laughs> maybe something's Recycled. on the horizon. Maybe, maybe something is a coming. Maybe pizza coming. Because there's an ominous shadow outside the theater. Okay, I want to talk about this shot. Can we talk about the shot? Yes, please. Okay, so there's a scene where uh, it looks like um, Pete and Katie are stepping out of the theater. And then it's like, oh, sorry, I almost locked you in there. And they kind of laugh and have this little moment. And then they walk away after they lock the door. And then the shadow creeps up. Then the very next shot is them walking in into the theater i'm like why did they put this shot right here it's completely ruins the continuity of everything because it's like 
I thought it was maybe like a shooting like error. You know? That's what I'm saying. Okay, Coming back so, to work. So okay, so this shot of yeah. them leaving the theater mm-hmm. should have been it should have been before he was passing out flyers because oh, he already yeah. left and he's passing out flyers and then the next scene is them leaving and then the next scene is them <laughs> arriving. It doesn't it's all make, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like it's really like someone goofed. It yeah. doesn't make any damn sense. What a goof. Goofball move. Take a drink. Drink it up. But um, yeah, as Kiri, I think you mentioned the shadow mm-hmm. is looming mm-hmm. over the theater. And there's a strange nor. noise. Nor. <laughs> noir. Noir. Yes. I think it's noir. Let me do it again. He, he was out there going, nor. Nor. And they said, the door. Y'all, strange I'm a little nor. drunk. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're I fine. say we keep it. It's I great. like it. No, like there's, it. A, there's a strange noise at the door of the theater. Very yes. noise. Nor. They yell that they're closed. Come and back. Pete, as if. Is he's a no place to be turning business away? Is the first thing especially like in an hour, like yeah, let him in. Let what him do you in. mean? Sell the ticket, he can go kick it. Exactly, that's what I think. I so love hanging out the movies leave. for like a, like a while before it starts. I well, love, yeah, because we sneak in booze. Yeah, mm. yeah, LTV, yeah. yeah. Get your get your good the good seats. I'm a back middle kind of guy. You know what I miss? The trivia. Remember the trivia before the, the beginning? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why'd they that stop was always fun. Golly, I forgot all about that. The Coca-Cola would like sponsor it. I, yeah. right? I was going to say, yeah. the, I used to love seeing the, all those things where they'd like be like, turn your fucking phone off, and they'd have like the little fun animations. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah, this is yeah. pre-trailers. This is like you're sitting there just killing time. Yeah, like the yeah. cell phone like on the roller coaster, like turning off your phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, theaters. We should get another theater, guys. Theater. Let's rent one out. Let's do it again. I'd love to. That was fun times. Porno. Alameda Theater is opening back up. Ooh, it's on. Uh, but there's a guy, uh-huh. and he's crazy. He's got crazy <laughs> eyes, and he's got way too much beard, and he's got this weird North Atlantic accent, right? Yeah. Or is that what it's called? The North Atlantic accent? I, I think it's the mid 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 Atlantic accent. accent. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. Yep, there it is. It's the like, Mid Atlantic. Yep. It's like the uh, theater accent. Mm-hmm. An old timey. It's like, uh, that's what I call the. Um, Oh, uh, God. Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Transatlantic. Transatlantic. There it is. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly yeah. it. Um, but he explains that he wants to save the theater for free and that he is not a nutbag. Okay, so, okay. Uh, for you guys who have not uh, watched a couple episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark with us, Vink is one of two reoccurring characters. He's reoccurring, huh? On the show, yeah. Um, they, I mean, for all intents and purposes, like, he could have been a complete rando, mm-hmm. but he's been in other episodes also credited as Dr. Vink. Oh. Uh, he's been in four of their episodes to make five episodes total, and he is only outdone by another character who me and Tom have talked about, especially from um, the tale of the X-ray specs, a character named Sardo. Yeah, And Sardo. both of these characters, Sardo and Vink, always have people mispronouncing their name. So this is uh, part you, of it. That's how you keep that money coming in. If you're one of these actors, you're like, you can mispronounce my name all the time if you want. Well, actually, both of these actors were in the same episode. One episode called Cutter's Treasure. Just a little uh, John Fax to uh, drop on your ass. Ba-bow! Initially, I thought Vink had a great head of hair on him until I saw him turn around. Yeah, it's great in the front. It's really <laughs> nice in the front. You know, uh, speaking of heads of the hair, front. party in the front. <laughs> Businesses in the back. Shit, shit world in the back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a like a, a Kansas City to waterfall without the water basically yeah. going on. <laughs> it was like reversed though. Anyway, um, but uh, also speaking of haircuts, uh, uh, Mr. Kristoff, he has like this. He's like got the the, the toilet seat bald it. head, and but he also is like it's kind of long, like like uh, that he has in the back, but it, like his hair that he's left, that just was like this guy definitely rock it if he got it. 
Not no. good. Take it away. That's what I say. He he just busts out there and he says, "Who the fuck is this bozo?" Yeah. I loved that scene. And, uh, I think like this is the way you treat customers. No wonder no one fucking shows up. He goes, "What is this? What the hell's going on? There's a customer in here." Oh, also, uh, uh, Doctor Vink loves the smell of the theater. You know, I actually liked that because I, like, I I've been to like small theaters like that before, like, and, and I kind of like enjoy when you get in you but get, what is you, it you the smell your... of a dust or a dirty carpet like no it's, it's, it's the stale, popcorn stale. and like mm-hmm. yeah but like he kind of makes it seem like this theater smells different than other theaters it does oh see i, yeah. I thought it was like loving the smell the smell of theater like in general. in general yeah but this because they all do have a similar like quality that does evoke a happiness for me at least i i agree 100 and i also think possibly it is like um you know because it's like an old theater like we're talking about like the grand lake theater mm-hmm. where you can smell like the old like linens that line the like wall the or history, the history. Life. you can smell that and mm. it kind of combines with that popcorn mm-hmm. smell like from fresh and hot well, yeah. So, so uh, Vink Vink forces his way into the theater, and he has a proposition for this failing theater. He's yeah. Like, what do y'all think of that at first? The proposition confused me right off the bat. I was suspicious right off the bat. Yeah. And what is the proposition? If I remember correctly, the proposition is, well, that he he will guarantee that they will and correct me again if I'm wrong, but I believe it was you show one of my movies. Yep. Everyone's going to love it. And everyone's going to love it, and you're going to start getting a lot of business. Mm-hmm. But in return, all I want is one night a week, you show whatever movie I want, which is a different movie. Vink night. But it's free. Like, it's free. It's free. Yeah. I'm suspicious. It's just hardcore pornography. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, or it's just Vink ooh. just banging people just, just yeah. ooh, ooh. from that really bad angle they talk about. Like, but I mean, that's... Yeah. If you think about it, though, yeah, business-wise, I think that's a good deal because that means yeah. that six nights a week they're getting like good business in. You know, yeah. I think it's an honorable deal. Although it does sound suspicious. unrealistic at first. You know, well, and like, also say work? say it is something adult rated, like, <laughs> Wait, like then you're, the rest of yeah. Yeah, like then the rest of the you know the people that want to go and do that maybe maybe, maybe Pee Wee Herman actually went there after this whole thing happened. Just think and about this how is where much he got caught blasting off. Just think about how much <sighs> this old lady would be how applauding. After watching a hardcore porn movie, <laughs> it wouldn't be her hands she'd be clapping. Oh, it'd be her booty cheeks. Lips. Okay, she'd be. <laughs> Why? <laughs> she'd be blasting her bean. Well, why would that make it clapping? Uh, yeah. Well, she, she was, she's old. There's a lot of hang time. <laughs> she's got to get through like a bunch of hair. The lady. Oh my just... god. <laughs> okay, you guys are rough. Yikes. This is All old right. School so shit. so. <laughs> The, the boss man, he's not so wild on this idea. He, he kind of thinks Vink's a, a, a nutbag. Yeah, he's a loony. But who can resist? Free. Mm-hmm. Got all that price. And yeah. a guarantee of success. And so they, they he, also, the kid, like, they forget about the film, like, right away. Yeah, so, so Vink does this thing where he's like, yes, just take out one of my films. And he has his hat that's on the stage, and he kind of just twirls his cape around it, and the hat turns into Magic. a reel of film. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, Oh, where did he go? Oh, well, he must have disappeared. Like, nobody thinks it's weird. It's like, dude, look backstage. Look for this guy. He might be, like, living in there or smoking crack in your fucking back room. Like, you don't know this person. Crazy people just disappear. That's what they do. <laughs> hey, I'm Italian. I got time <laughs> you know, to think about things. What are you talking about? I guess, you uh, never know. Like, hey, you, in the protection program, you don't question true. these things. True. People disappear in mm-hmm. his world all the time. Mm-hmm. You're reusing all these cups. One of them's bound to have some acid in it, and they probably all drink <laughs> out of it. <laughs> 
they yeah. all forgot about it and and they still had the the roll of film in their back area mm-hmm. yeah so it seems they've forgotten all about this film and they notified that they are scheduled to close the rialto in two short weeks when oh. the projector overheats yeah so it's just this is right before that happens my favorite thing i think i know where you're going oh go ahead is, was there fake so, ears that i missed no 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 <laughs> there i mean there was fake ears but <laughs> all the ears uh, a vampire you gotta be kidding me yeah and but uh oh, so yeah. the manager mr um christoph is fucking getting boozed up oh yeah and when they walk in what, what's he say it's something he, they walk in and they're like what's going on and he's like ah he says something yeah. along the lines of that. It's so good. I, okay. I'd ever written down. So okay. So okay. Ab- goes, after goes. Vink disappears, <laughs> we see Katie. This is what I'm talking about. Katie's just like absentmindedly eating candy while she's reading a yearbook. I was like, "What is she reading? What's going on?" And she's just like doing something and just was like grabbing candy. I'm like, "You're the reason why this theater's failing." She's eating up all the props. But then like the boss is like this. He's like he like picks up a bill and looks at it, shakes his head, like kind of was like, "What's going on?" And then he pulls out a flask. Barely looks around and starts drinking it. I'm like, this guy rules. I like, mean, he's the owner. Why not? When they walk in, he, he goes, he's like, yeah. Like, he just like, sounds like he just orgasms. He's like, yeah. That's how Tom sounds when he orgasms, everyone. All and right. You would know. <laughs> I would know. Make it's a drop. Form a roommate. Mess. Make a drop. <laughs> a ah. Ooh. <laughs> so when the projector overheats, they notice the film is frozen. Oh, fuck. There is smoke everywhere. Uh-oh. And the twinkle music then comes in and the twinkle music tells me it's gonna be okay y'all okay so magic's in the air i'm just saying the first time we were introduced to this movie theater and their uh patronage it is one old lady watching a movie by herself raking in six dollars i clocked 17 different people watching this movie yeah this is from one showing my note was not a bad crowd exactly it's like how many movies are you showing a day yeah that Oh, what, this one day, only one person came to one showing. Yeah. It's like, obviously, pick some better fucking movies, but... For I like, did think that was strange, because for them to go out of business, like, that was a pretty hearty little clout, crowd that they had. I hadn't counted it, but... Mm-hmm. There was... It was more than expected for them to be going out of business so right. drastically. And at one point, they later on, they established that, like, the major movies, like, won't give them the rights to watch... Or to, to show their movies. Mm, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, we're going to get access to these good movies now. It's like, yeah, like, these production that? companies want you to show their movies, so they, like, will rent them to you. And, like, he even said, he's like, I'm willing to pay for that. But mm-hmm. uh, when the movie burns, uh, it you explodes know, open. Pete gets a wild idea. He's like, you know what? There's this one movie I completely forgot about. It's just chilling in a projection room. The one that Dr. Vink left off and... Uh, he puts it on. He's and uh, I think Katie says to the to the um, patron, she's like, "Hey, I know you guys are all pissed off, but uh, we're gonna put on another movie to kind of uh, entertain you guys. And if you're mm-hmm. not completely happy with that, we'll give you your money back." So everyone's like, "Okay, I'll watch this thing." Good. Yeah. Yeah. That lady, she's drinking. I hope that's the same cup that like someone else is drinking out of again, too. Dude, just imagine like going to theater and someone's like. Here's your cup of soda, and it's got like lipstick marks on it yeah. and shit like that, like <laughs> a cigarette butt floating yeah. in it. You Wait, got your, so that's not okay. You got your popcorn, popcorn <laughs> yeah. with a dick hole in the bottom. <laughs> uh. But um, so they put on this movie. It's Vink's uh, vampire movie. It's not and Feratu. It, it's it's yeah. So it's a Nosferatu ripoff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Tom, we've seen this actor who plays Nosferatu before. 
oh, in a yeah, previous um, episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark. I have it written yeah. down. Tale of the 13th Floor. Remember that with the aliens? Yeah. And they live in a toy store that's above the uh, other apartment, and they like are trying to brainwash this girl who's actually an alien. Yeah, it's uh, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I have it written down. It's Chris Heyerdahl. There it is. It's Nordic. It's hard to pronounce. Yeah. Um, it's H E Y E R D H A L. Yeah. But hey, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's great. You know, we see Dr. Vink again. We see this, whatever his name is, again. You know, they mm-hmm. like to, uh, you know, keep roll it in the cast. Yeah. Keep, keep it, it in the family. family. Jinx. Nice. That was really cute. Tom, place. Tom, Tom. The sexual tension talk. is mounting between the two. Pete and Katie. Oh, I think still no, because he gets creepy again, and Let's she's still again. not hearing it. So drink, y'all. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, that I feel scene like where they hug. To, she's starting and, to warm up to the guy a little bit. No. You don't think so, huh? No, he's still I'll take creepy. Your word for it. He is. He can't take a hint. And, yeah. and and then he tries to do, like, let's hug again, which I literally, like, Cringy. I'm not lying. Like, the first time I watched this, I was, like, kind of falling asleep. And I closed my laptop. <laughs> that's like, great, dude. I can't it's have like, this. It's like, no. Nope. You're like, and that's it for me. Yeah. Simp. He's a simp, as the kids say these days. Yes. Kids. So people, some reason, love this movie. And we can explore this a little bit further as as the episode goes on. But I thought like, it was just like the magic of it must be like like. Casting yes. a spell on people. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when when Doctor Vink is talking about the movie that he made, he's like, "It's a horror film. It's a vampire film." But there's a big difference: is that in my movies, the vampire wins, which I think is cool. It's 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 at least a unique take on mm-hmm. the genre that you know, as far as we know, up to this point has not been done. Yeah. But uh, you know, he made this movie, and he he talks about it too. He's like, "I made this movie back before all these special effects and." sound and like wide screens yeah so like i looked it up color the youngest he could have possibly been was around 84 years old um doesn't matter magic the point is uh, that he made this movie it's an old black and white movie and i'm trying to find out that the reason what why people like it is because they find the vampire scary is it because of i think it's like enchantment so it's it's a magic spell Mm -hmm. i think so. okay That satisfies my question more than anything else. Draws <laughs> people in. Right, so, and then they return. Exactly. They can't get enough. Mm-hmm. And well, they keep playing the same movie over and over well, again. Well, before they return, so so mm-hmm. all the, the patrons leave, and Katie and uh, uh, Pete are very excited. They're like, great, this is going to be it. This is how we're going to save the theater. And they hug, and like Tom said, it's this cringe-worthy part. But oh. as they leave... That light... Well, yeah. So it's the, magical from the canister. So there's light from the canister, but also the the doors to the theater close on their own, and it's like, okay, so there's some supernatural thing going on right here. It's not just a magical movie that's like when it's on the screen, it's magic. Its presence mm-hmm. in this theater is affecting different things. Yep. And then we get a little commercial break, and then we get another throwback to the uh, Midnight Society. Did yeah. you guys catch this? Yeah. When they cut back to the Midnight Society, Gary and who was it, Betty Ann or Kristen? They're eating popcorn around the, out of the same looking uh, bins. Yes, that, the, the Midnight Society are eating popcorn from the same popcorn containers as the characters around the campfire. So they either brought that popcorn or popped it there somehow, or the story it's is part of the magic. I'm the telling you, the story is bleeding over into real life. What it is is Frank was telling the story. 
and they had the popcorn there. And so as he's telling it, he saw them with the popcorn, and that was oh, the, he added the, it to the story. He added it I to don't the story. think so because later on, he he basically lets it loose that his whole motivation for telling this story was to scare the tickets. Okay, okay, wait, of, wait, 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 wait. Okay, slow down, slow you down. You know what? They took a little break. Why don't we take a little break? Okay. I love it. All right, we'll be back in just a few. Find that devil. All right, so after the uh, little uh, Midnight Society break, we get back to our, our main story, and we see a theater full of people. Like the, It's a packed crowd, and they're watching. Um, again, this is a silent film. Like it, It's it's pretty ridiculous. They have title cards, and um, in the movie, the title card reads, The Light. I must get the coffin into the light before the demon returns. Mm-hmm. And they have this like this is it and we we see um not the protagonist but i guess it would be the antagonist um he is like the person who wants to kill a vampire in the movie he tries to drag the coffin into the light but unfortunately the vampire shows up before that and the, the guy gets killed the vampire wins and i'm like okay so how long is this movie because the third act is literally 22 seconds long yeah how long do you guys think this movie actually is? I think it's made of magic, and so it's as ever long as you need it to be. I think it, uh-huh. I, I agree with you. I think it's a thing that, like, uh, takes over the, the viewer's um, psyche. Yeah. All right. And when they're leaving, I love how everyone is just mumbling, like, when about, like, how good the movie was or how scared they are. They're like, I'm not going to sleep for two weeks tonight. Right. Man. And, okay, so they're, the, the viewers are excited because they, they, we're actually scared mm-hmm. and then uh we have uh pete and katie they're like major popcorn sales this place is a mess and they like high five like isn't yeah, this because apparently these kids really want to work i thought this is when they hug twice no no that was the uh before they hug they oh, right, do right, hug right, right, again right, right, i think right, right. no this is one his second attempt at asking her out i've got dude hits on her again as weirdo shows up is my note so didn't they almost kiss in this scene uh that's that's coming up yes okay okay well so I I just don't understand. So I'm like, okay, they're 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 selling tickets to packed theaters. Like people are loving this, and they're the. I mean, it looks like there was not an empty seat in the theater. So, what is the hesitance of the boss <laughs> to not show more movies by well, this guy? Here's yeah, the, the thing: thought. he doesn't want this theater to get that big because then he's his name's going to get noticed. Oh, which implication? Which in. Per- Witness protection. Witness protection. He's gonna get all right, on, all right. the, on the map. I'm uh-huh. telling you, there's there's a, a a plot right here that that that, came, that flew under the radar. Yeah. I did think it was weird how he would want to have the other movies and rent rent those and pay for those to have people in the theaters. And like, why not just give one night to weird guy? Yeah, this is your this is the movie that's single handedly saved your theater. Yeah, and you're not willing to give this dude uh, an opportunity to show his other films. I Again, mean, it's got to be a no good trade off, like financially. It's got to be a smarter trade off than renting movies to show. He's used yeah. to bossing bossing people around and, and, and getting like the absolute one hundred percent of everything in yeah. a deal. Oh yeah, like maybe he's just being a butthead to be a butthead. Yeah, I get mm. you. Okay, he's missing his old life. Oh, I see. You're back to your old one. The, yes, the, he's the, a good the, old boy. The boss. He's yeah. This he's a good is, fella, you mean? <laughs> he is a good fella. Yeah. He's a soprano. So then Pete freaking hits on Katie again as weirdo shows up. That's right. He's and, not a weirdo. 
so th- so they both say that they like each other. He's like, Doctor I kind of like you. And she's like, I kind of like you too. This and is when they almost kiss. Yes. This is a classic thing. It's of- a classic five no's and a yes is a yes. I'm so glad it's they a, taught you boys it's that. It's of course a no. Um, but it's a classic thing of where it's like they're about to kiss, but you're like, uh, this is like a teen or like 12, 13 year old show. So you were excited? Mm-hmm. She seems to have developed feelings from him out of nowhere. Maybe of, it's the magic of the movies. Maybe it is. I was mm-hmm. going to say a little pressure there. But um, so they're about to kiss, and then all of a sudden they hear a scream uh, from uh, the movie theater, and uh, mm-hmm. they go uh, and check it out. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought for sure he's going to be killed execution style. They, they <laughs> yeah. Well, they find <laughs> uh, a, uh, Boss Man. Garot. Yeah. Uh, they found Tony right. Soprano, and he's got bite marks. On his neck, naturally, and she says, "Gross," which I would never, I wouldn't say if I found a dead body. What do you think of those bite marks? They would look like like maroon colored, too close of. together. Yeah, and they looked weird, especially with that guy's teeth. By the way, wow. can we talk about this dude's teeth? So the Nosferatu character has teeth very close together, like the original but Nosferatu. They're like rabbit teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but his teeth are not sharpened. No, he does not have fangs. Yeah. He just has. Goofy ass missing yeah. hillbilly teeth. That's the only thing I did not like about the character design on the vampire. Oh, you didn't like the fucking thick dick veins on the side of his I head. I liked the thick. Dick you like that? Honestly, I the grosser a vampire is, the more I like it because I feel like Wait vampires minute, I like should that be attitude. gross. Yeah. Because I, you know, these things with like sexy vampires. Like, don't get me wrong, I really do like um, uh, Interview with the Vampire. Oh yeah, not the book, but the movie. I never read the book. The book is very, very sexual. Dude, okay. I like so, those in LaSalle. I don't know. I'm an Anne Rice. I grew up in LaSalle. LaSalle so. I, oh, yeah. Okay, so I'll just share this real quick story. Okay. So I was like going on a road trip with some friends when I was 19 years old. We were going to go down to Santa Barbara to go party with my friend who was going to school down there. And I was like, cool, I'm going to drive everybody in my car. So I'm going to get an audio book for us to listen to while we were driving. Terrible <laughs> idea. And I was like, okay, cool. Interview with the vampire and rice. You wrote this other book. So I bought and didn't buy it. I rented it from the video store mm-hmm. and I put it on the stereo and it was a very homoerotic <laughs> vampire story and all my friends like oh bro what are you listening to like what is this and i was like uh you know uh, an interview with a vampire and like after that like the whole weekend we were in santa barbara was like dude this dude likes to suck off vampires like they're just giving me a hard time the whole time and like he sucked his own dick and i was like not embarrassed. I was embarrassed. Okay yes, I was that. I was like, uh, come on, Anne Rice. Got to look out for uh, yeah. the 19-year-old boys who are listening to this <laughs> on a road trip. Surely there's a lot of us. All over the country. But yeah, <laughs> sexy vampires generally, I don't go for it. There's got to be a downside, a real downside, not just... Oh, I can't go out during the day. I accept all vampires. If you want to be a sexy vampire, mm. like that's fine. I also like the grodies, you know, I think it's interesting, like the teeth filed. I just think kind of like, you know, more decayed. Yeah. It's just it is what it well, is. As long as you have that power. I like the the power of it all. I like Bram Stoker's Dracula take, which is like they can appear like attractive, but it's like a a mirage. Yeah, it's like they're making they're in your head making you see that. Yeah. But power. actually, they look like a giant bat. You also, know what? Uh, possibly not? Keanu Reeves' worst accent ever. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! <laughs> 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 Dracula, <laughs> not Most bad. Excellent. 
Uh, the name of the vampire, Nosferatu. Uh-huh. It's Do they name. call him that in this episode? Yep. Do they? Well, I mean, that's the name of the uh, Well, it's definitely the name of like what that kind of vampire looks like, but I don't remember if they said Nosferatu. It's the two fangs in the front. Yeah, that's, and the bald the head and the pointy ears and long fingers. What kind of ears? And the dick veins. Fake ears. Thank um, you. <laughs> and dick veins. That could uh, like so much. Do you know what's yeah. uh, Nosferatu is an anagram? Oh. Really? For what? Fear us not. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I didn't true. Know that. True story. That's canon. Uh, that's interesting. And that's just old like story. in um, uh, what is it? Castlevania, Alucard. Oh yeah. This is Dracula. Wait, backwards. You, you're talking about Helsing? No, I was talking about um, Castlevania. Castlevania has Alucard as well. Yes. Because Helsing is an anime about vampires, and there's a guy named Alucard in that. Yep. He's well, in both. Alucard is a very not clever um, oh, you're right. backwards name. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they probably yeah. It's not so they were doing it in 1991 for the uh, NES game. Oh, okay. Anyway, after they, they find the boss passed out, uh, they start freaking out a little bit, um, and uh, the vampire steps out of the screen. Oh, we kind of well, skipped ahead. We that actually skipped happened ahead. before. Yeah, that, that happens before, right. but yeah. like we had, Pete's. Pete's like watching this, like trying to study the movie to understand why it's been. And so he kind of nods off. And he so nods you're not off. sure. So another classic thing where it's like, was I dreaming? Was I not? And he goes to to her, and she's like, eh, whatever, weird. You had a dream. Nothing like walking up to like a coworker and be like, I had a crazy dream. And they're like, oh, oh my god, I don't, don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to ever hear anybody's dream. Unless no. they're in it. You hear that? Oh, listeners? I like dreams. Yeah. No, you write to Eerie Curie. She wants to hear your dreams. You know okay. What? Do you want to leave your email? Yeah. All right. Start you know what? at gmail. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, write to us. Let us know what hashtag, your dreams are. Hashtag uh, dream team. <laughs> hashtag Eerie Curie cares. Yes. Hashtag uh, vampire head veins. Head dick. Head dick Dick head veins. Yeah. Fat dick head veins. Fat dick. Head veins. Hashtag fat dick. Head veins. That's <laughs> don't just be careful it. when you search that. <laughs> yeah, people. That's be that's careful. That. Don't do it. Don't do it. We're go, sorry. Uh, go incognito, incognito mode. <laughs> Are we? We're on the same page. Twinsies. <laughs> it's almost like we've been doing this for three years. Kismet soulmates. I love it. Kiss. <gasps> they actually just kissed, folks. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, uh, speak, Pete. Uh, enters the film he kind of figured out okay so it's all you know fluid and and i can walk into the film if this vampire can walk out so he goes into the film and he remembers the scene that he watched about you know the uh vampire killer trying to drag the coffin into the sun he does the classic thing of being like i gotta this is a crazy plan but it just might work and he's seen this film before it works yabba dabba do here's the Thing, I also love the chase scene. So uh, this goes. There's gonna be a couple of my drinking game rules that go on here because they keep running from like room to room and like putting their backs against doors and they get opened, and then they go to another room and their back against the doors and gets opened. And then yeah, he sprints down, has her put the film on again, uh, and runs down there and just mm, walks right into the movie. It's it's pretty uh, pretty simple. Uh, we, I simple. think we've all seen Last Action Hero, right? Hell Come yeah, on now. I love that movie. All right, uh, Carrie looks a little bewildered. Is it, somebody, does somebody have like this, like, like kind of like a bandana thing around here? 
No, last action hero is Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's an action star in a movie, comes out of the movie and I hangs out with a little boy who has a magic movie think ticket. I Tywin did Lannister see that one. has glass eye with a smiley face on it. I don't think I did see that. So, so you know the plot of this episode? Wasn't yeah. It? Imagine instead of a vampire yes. movie, mm-hmm. it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Well, I would like that. Well, yeah. that would get more crawlers <laughs> from me that's for sure i remember mm-hmm. i had a burger king collectible cup for last action hero oh yeah yeah wow it was very cool was it a golden ticket like that he gets or whatever i remember mm-hmm. having like um i think it's pocahontas cup oh i loved pocahontas was that burger king do you guys or? have a favorite uh fast food movie or show tie-in yeah like, i never got it wait so. fast food tie-in yeah like a toy? Well, okay. So, for example, uh, I remember McDonald's was doing a promotion for the Dick Tracy movie. Dick. And uh, they had these lottery scratchers that were like, would come with like a, a combo meal, right? You get this little card. You scratch off the different things. If you match two characters, you get like a small fry or like a cheeseburger or something like that. Mm. And it was a way to incentivize kids to start gambling, but also to uh, b- buy combo meals and, and stuff eat like lots that. of fast food. I can't, you know, perfect for a little fat John. You know, I was trying to eat every cheeseburger I could put my eyes on, and you know, now I'm gambling and involving Dick Tracy. So that's so a funny name. It's path to now. All right, never mind, you guys. Stupid question. I remember. No, I can actually, tell you my I like it. I can, I can answer. A... Okay, Carrie, Carrie. No, I'm, I'm hearing yours. No, 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 go. Okay, so I remember there was Muppet Babies at. Um, uh, McDonald's and they were like mm. kind of like plushies and I loved it because they had like the Muppet Baby movies and I also loved watching the Muppet Babies cartoon and then I yeah. had the the stuffy from McDonald's and it made me happy <laughs> and Fozzie Bear was my favorite ah he's good the end he says waka waka um so we're getting chased by uh our vamp who uh what do you guys think of the costume I liked it a lot other than the teeth the hand in that one scene where it like goes around the door, I really liked. Uh, pointy fingers. The pointy fingers is really interesting. I thought that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, again, with all these shows, you know that the kids are never gonna get truly murked or whatever. You know. Um, I don't know. There are some episodes where they don't win, like that. Again, we were just talking about Tale of the Thirteenth Floor. They don't win in that one. They don't win and in that one, but they're always like they're not dying. They're just like becoming like. Evil they don't really or... win this one either. Well, I'm just saying there's there's episodes where like they all of a sudden, the theater. like the kids become part of that like a painting or like you know like mm-hmm. the, there are definitely are ones that end. There's on, no kid death. They don't have kid death, but they have ominous endings for children. Yeah. Dun, dun, yes. Dun. I'd yes. say more kid death. No. What? Why? It's for kids. You gotta you gotta you gotta Tom raise the stakes. Is Pro children death. Pro well, kids I death. like that it ends or it resolves in a fairly positive note. Yeah, yeah he so switches it up. On does him. it? He, he brings him back into uh, into the movie. Mm-hmm. He he's chasing him down and uh, he he uh, he starts like moving the coffin around at first. Yeah, he's trying to move it into because the light. that was what the title card said. It was like you know, bring the coffin into the light, and then he gets a vampire in there and then he pulls down the shade and then you know the light hits a vampire vampire dies and um pete steps out of the theater uh, excuse me out of the screen and uh all of a sudden the boss wakes up he's like what's going on you know i, I oh he feels great yeah he feels completely refreshed slowest moving 
uh, vampire that I think I've ever seen too. And I love the way he always like leading with his hands, kind of too. Yeah, moved about as slow as like the original Nosferatu. It was completely like, I mean, I guess it was an homage, but I guess you, I wouldn't it, say they copied it. Is it one of those things, kind of where like it's the the bad person, like you're running, but the evil person is like moving some like just like walking but still somehow gaining on you kind of that's thing. Yeah. where uh friday the 13th stole from yeah there it supernatural. is supernatural running into dream kind of thing yeah like yeah exactly well yeah. so uh you know they've defeated the vampire you know the boss wakes up he's like what's going on and then uh we see that uh dr vink has been watching the whole thing from the seats, you know. Oh, he's stoked. And he's masturbating. A, too. He's applauding. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> he was sitting next to him. Yeah. That's what the hole in the popcorn's for. This kid's oh got it God. going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, he's like, "Okay, great." You know, uh, so you got this, and uh, Vink's like, "Great, I'm glad you like my movies or whatever." And uh, they're like, "Hey, I know we said we wouldn't play your movies earlier, but um, you know what?" Maybe we will show you movies. The now. deal's a deal. And then he's like, "Oh, that won't be necessary because I bought your theater." Yeah. And then he says, "Now I can show my other films." And he laughs ominously. But I was, oh, I was doing a ho ho ho. Okay. Ho. I was doing my little ominous laugh at <laughs> silent. If you notice my face, <laughs> Ew, I've motions, bought your, that's why. Well, I've bought your so he explains that this movie is a horror movie about a vampire who wins, but we have no idea what his other movies are. They could be a slapstick comedy. They could be a romance. <laughs> There's all types of different things. Like obviously, this one's not great because it's a horror movie. Who the mm-hmm. bad guy wins? So watching this would be obviously a nefarious, you know, uh, undertaking. But if they're just showing this and it's not a horror movie, yeah. what's the problem? It you know what I mean? Chuck Berry farting on sex workers in the bathtub. Which is what we all hope it is. Ooh, you made uh, me shudder in disgust. <laughs> that's Why? a real video. I didn't well, just no, make that No, thank you. We watched it here, didn't we? No, thank you. The whole point is this, is that he's like, yes, I just bought your theater. And I was like, well, why didn't this dude just buy a theater at the beginning? Like, he was looking for a cheap-ass clip art flyer handed out by a teenager. He's like, you know what? Maybe I'll show my movie here. I'm like, dude, you have enough movie, like money to buy a whole movie theater. It's like... Well, maybe that's the thing, though. Like, this place was going to... He was waiting for it to go for the two-week notice, you know? You know what it is? The smell. <laughs> he loves the smell. Yeah. Well, initially, he was trying to get them to do it for free, right? It would have been their best interest. But, yeah. um, so so that's the end of the, the, the story mm-hmm. that Frank's telling. And then we cut back to the Midnight Society, uh, and we have that uh, Frank is basically, uh, his motivation was to tell the story just to get the free movie passes that Kiki um, had. Mm-hmm. So... Um, they uh the scared um midnight society characters take off and then um again again this is a bizarro world theory this is a bizarro sorrow theory so frank is acting like gary and now frank and gary are going to the movies theater together they hate each other Mm. like okay so something uh you guys might not know about the midnight i do not know midnight society educate their very first episode they it like it cuts around the like it's like a camera turning around the, the like the cy- seventy show kind and of. they're like this they're like we're the midnight society we don't go to the same schools we're not friends we are just here to tell horror stories and so I'm like okay these people barely know each other and they like Frank is an active 
you know, uh, antagonist of everybody else. Him and Gary always butting heads. These two going out on a lovely little midnight, you know, midnight madness. Sometimes you and Tom get along. Yeah, seldom. So, you know, well, why that's couldn't the thing. this work? Well, we were friends first. Before, <laughs> before the you hated each other. Yeah. So, you know, the podcast turned us into uh, evil, cold people. Bitter rivals you are. But that's the end of the episode. And um, I did watch the stream that you guys were talking about um, because uh, Coop sent the stream to me, the mm-hmm. Daily Motion one. Yes. And although they didn't have the intro song, they still had the great outro musical reprise which is like the same song but it's like sped up and has like a drum beat it's like <laughs> and you i know, was like i don't know that i even watched it all the way through i think once it was over i was just like Oof, and yeah oh my god started, right? i yeah. love the theme song including the outro reprise I, I mean i'll speak more about it during my creepy crawlers but mm-hmm. i was a bit un- underwhelmed well and, uh, it might be that time right now. I oh. think it is time for our <gasps> creepy crawlers. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks, All right. Poo. Coop, who's going first? Uh, you are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, That's All called right. a twist. All right. Yeah. I learned that from M Night Shyamalan. Very nice. <laughs> um, so. I was really excited to hear what you were going to pick because you and me had kind of talked a little bit. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. we should do it. Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's been yeah. a minute since we've done that. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And when you chose this one, I was like, on one hand, I was like a little bummed because this isn't one that comes to my mind as like a great Are You Afraid of the Dark. You've probably already done all the good ones. Well, no, because I, we've done a lot of the ones that I, like I remember from my childhood. Uh, yes. But according to IMDb, this is one of the higher-rated episodes. I'm surprised that's... Dude, it's like 9.2 or some shit like that. Yeah, out of 10. Um, It gets a very high rating, Mm -hmm. and I acknowledge that there's definitely some fun to be had with this idea of a movie coming to life and, you know, interacting with something, you know, supernatural. But uh, as far as my memory of it, I didn't really have fond memories. And as far as my watching of it, my enjoyment, um, it was lacking a little bit. Um, I liked the boss. I love Dr. Vink, but you know, these characters, you know, weren't really bringing it. I didn't really feel very invested in what was going on in their relationship. Um, that being said, I, automatically have to give the every episode of are you afraid of the dark probably a six except for the final season just because mm-hmm. i would show i would love to watch this show with almost anybody i know Aww. um is that song but <laughs> well that goes without saying um so i guess i'll give it i mean it wasn't scary it wasn't funny in like a campy kind of way I guess I'll give it a uh, 6.5. Oh. Creepy Crawlers. All right. And that's going to be my score. Who next? I'll go. Um, So I always start with what I show this to somebody else. And you know what? It was charming. It was fun. And I did incidentally show it to somebody else, uh, Mm -hmm. my friend Krista and her husband, Eric. So we watched that together last night. So it gets that five. Then I have my uh, 2.5 for Do I Like the End? Do I Like the Twist? It didn't really give me a good twist or end to like. Did you see this coming? Of my, like from once I knew there was something magical. I, I, just, I knew there was something. And so that anticipation made it feel um, per, like I already figured it out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it wasn't surprising or like exciting when it unraveled. 
it gets a 0.5 because I did notice the cut in one of the Midnight Society members. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to give it that bonus for the 0.5. It didn't make me cry. There wasn't quicksand. (laughs) So it doesn't get any more bonuses. It doesn't have star power, so it's not going to get that extra bonus there. So it's just going to hang out that 5.5. Creepy crawlers. All right, I'll go next. Um, So I am going to grade this a little higher than you guys. And... um, I agree. I would show this to someone else. It's a fun. I mean, I'd show, like you said, any pretty much any of the original seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark. I'd show to someone else. Yeah. Um, I I actually liked Pete's uh, performance in this, and I didn't hate that. Like, I didn't feel like they were. He was pressuring her to be uh, like. I felt like there was a, there was some chemistry. I mean, th- that was awkward. The, I think the whole thing, but I I really liked how there was this kid who's like clearly like a. Like a freshman in college or something like that, or like a, a she's younger than that. You know what? High school student who's like so passionate about classic films. I wish he was more of a movie nerd. Classic theater, and yeah. well, he is a movie nerd. He, he was sitting ever around talk about when he saw the, when he saw Nosferatu come out of the theater. He's sitting there taking notes on on like trying to figure out why this movie's so great. But all he talks about is sweeping up popcorn. <laughs> like he doesn't like no, that's he, his he, main interest. He, he goes out and he he's putting up flyers to keep like yeah, a he wants landmark to theater. Oh, um, from going out of business, like like he's trying to keep old movie history historical places alive. But so I maybe think that, it's just his job. Okay, I got to <laughs> shut up. Sorry. No, no, no. no. I, I'm saying like I think that's re- like he really cares about it. He's he's saying he's like this is a landmark. Like we need to keep this thing alive. I think it's he shows a lot of passion in that. He is a little bit of a creep, but uh, I do think that uh, his character has some merit. Um, he's not eating out of. Uh, or he's not eating, you know, the the, the candy on the like what's her name is doing. Mm, Katie. Katie. Um, but very classic. Uh, very like as as Kiri said, very straightforward. You knew it was going to happen. Um, and pff, the cut. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to give this a six point seven five zero. That's pretty decent. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I did enjoy this one. I was I, I like a. It's not one of the ones where I, on my like second or third rewatch, where I was like, "Fuck, god damn it!" Yeah, there was no Henry Rollins. That should be another point for, for everything. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. So, so except for Kiri, that that's you, a that's you're a saying plus point. there's a cut bonus for the Midnight Society, even though they're not part of the story. Oh, did, did you know that this also was? I have this in my notes. Um, one of the last times that they actually did um, a cut, a cutaway. Yeah, in, yeah, a cutaway. yeah. So. It, for okay, go ahead. So oh, no, it's it's it, this is one of the last episodes that they did where they do the cutaway to the Midnight Society in the middle of the episode where they're like talking. What about do it. you guys think about what's happening so far? Basically? Well, I think that's actually a thing that they they that the show misses because the first episode does something that's so great where they start telling a story and you're watching the story transpire and they're like, wait, 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 let me start over and then it starts the, the episode over again from the beginning and it's such a, a unique. Uh, take on the storytelling idea. Tabula rasa, whatever yeah. the term is. Blank slate. Yeah, tabula rasa, I think. Anyway, I keep interrupting everybody. Go ahead. My last thing that I had written down, um, the Dr. Vink's uh, next appearance would be an episode called Tale of the Dangerous Soup. That's right. <laughs> Soup, it can be very hot. You could choke on an Wouldn't ingredient in there. I can think of lots of reasons why if soup is dangerous. If it's like a dangerous. 15 second episode, it's like, here's my story. And it's just him like taking too hot of soup and burning his tongue and then 
the end. show evolved into Owie. a cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the Food Network uh, <laughs> picked it up. When it was born. Uh, what's his name? Came out and went boom. I'm sorry. So what's Emerald? Um, so what's your uh, score? Sorry. Six point seven five zero. Okay. Coop. Coopy coop. Um, yeah. yeah. See that uh, brick. Thought the whole thing was pretty average to below average. So um, you chose it because? <laughs> well, I liked the themes, and when I watched it, I didn't hate it. Don't get me. Don't please do not get it twisted. I didn't hate it, but I thought it was all pretty I'm like. Mm, this is pretty like. It's not. I'm not wowed, but I really did really like the. Uh, vampire <clears throat> costume effects special effects <laughs> uh, other than the teeth you know i think you know you're going to do everything else do the sharp teeth too he had like bunny teeth it's a problem for me i think i, I think just sorry to say something but um i think john made a good point about of why you picked this i think it was really fun how you you chose a theme and i think there was a fun theme to this it was like yeah film noir um well, that's the thing. On on the whole, I was like, this <laughs> this see this is like it, it seems like a fun episode. It is fun on the whole. But the, right on the whole, <laughs> it's fun. But then you re I rewatched it. I'm like, kind of just a little bored. It's not that fun in the hole. It's not that fun in the hole or around the hole. Really? No, it was fine. I liked it. I'm giving it a five point two. Creepy boys. All right, so if we average that, it's about six, six point one, about there around that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I no longer the Ice Man anymore? No, you're Listen, the Sunshine Boy. I've been icy. You're only. You're the, day the man. Ice Man in juxtaposition to some of my scores. Now that there's a, these other numbers fluctuating and working into the equation, you got to start bringing it colder if you're going to be that. Ice Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least colder than this oh my Ice God. Queen over Tom here. Is, yeah. Tom is making a fist and staring off into the distance. It's so fierce. It's time I, to kick some ice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's going to be this episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Thank uh, you for tuning in. We want to thank all of our listeners, all the shorties. Spookies. Well, no. Junkies. I'm the junkies now. Um, <laughs> so no, like I'm it. the junkies now. Yeah, I twisted it. Wait, Remember? what? Cause yeah, because this is man, and this is the Bizarro episode. So I don't know what world. is it. Okay, all my Bizarros, <laughs> that's <go>. my fans. <laughs> all the junkies are Tom's fans. We got all the sniffies for Eerie. We got all the creepers, <laughs> the, whatever. I don't know what's happening right now. The but wee wees. We want to thank everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, if be you, sure to check us out on Instagram at Short and Spooky Podcast, and be sure to check us out on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Short and Spooky. And if you guys at home want to write us a little uh, love note or have a question for us or want to tell us what your favorite uh, Are You for the Dark episode is so we can hit that next, please uh, write us an email. Mm-hmm. Our email is shortandspooky at gmail.com. Anything you guys want to leave the listeners with this week? It'd be very nice of you <laughs> to tweet at us. <laughs> Good. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we all love that. So uh, that's going to be it for us. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Find that devil.